This is Scott Vanderplue, and you're listening to the Artist Edition Index Podcast, Episode 51. I went down to the St. James Infirmary, found my baby there, stretched out on a long white table, so sweet, so cold, so fast. Thank you for joining me once more on this audio journey where I take everything that happened at the Artist Edition Index and bring it to the spoken word via this podcast. Again, everything can be found at aeindex.org and you can contact me through there, scott at aeindex.org. We're also on social media, facebook.com slash Index, Twitter at aeindex, and Instagram at aeindex. I've already slowed down on the Instagram since you can only post images and you can't have links. So I was going to link to articles and content, but since that doesn't work, I'm not actually sure what I'm going to do with Instagram after my year of images was over um, at the end of 2020. All right, let's get into this month. A few things uh, of note were posted, and the big one was the 2020 Dunbeer Awards winners was posted on February 1st. The voting went from January 1st to January 31st, and then we posted the winners. Of the six books uh, that were released in 2020, we only had two winners. Um, Dave Cockrum's X-Men Artifact Edition from IDW, uh, edited by Scott Dunbar, won for Best Overall, Best Reproduction, Favorite Material, as well as it was the most purchased AE format book in my list. And IDW also won for Best Publisher. Now that, I, you know, the, did an excellent job. IDW's standout, you know, created the format. But in my survey, I specifically said best publisher of material printed in 2020. Don't look at the overall thing. Look at 2020 only and say, was that the best publisher? I think I may have to word that differently next year. And the other winner outside of Dave Cockrum's X-Men Artifact Edition was for best design, and that was original art, the Daniel Klaus Studio Edition from Fantagraphics, designed by Daniel Klaus himself. So those were the winners, some excellent material and some really standout books. Uh, congratulations to those winners, IDW, Fantagraphics, Scott Dunbeer, Daniel Klaus. Great job. All right. As well, something that happened in February, I started a new column, and I called it Artifacts. It seemed to fit property, right? It's uh, not something complete. So I went with the, you know, this is an AE format site, right? So I'm going with an AE format, Artifacts. And uh, this is where I'm going to post snippets of news um, that I'm not, you know, I've run across. And I'm not sure... Otherwise, what I do with it. Um, here's the blurb from the first post. I keep running across small bits of information or little updates that don't fit in an article and have been struggling to determine how best to share. Quick posts to social media make the most sense, but my focus is the site and its posts. Perhaps I'll do both. Starting today, I'll be doing these artifacts posts to share what's news or new. I did a little fancy thing with the S in the parentheses there. But the uh, first one was uh, February 19th. Uh, maybe uh, we'll see how it goes. Probably to do one once a month. Uh, I mentioned the uh, new catalog. There's no way solicits. DC has shifted their distribution to Lunar away from Diamond. And that means graffiti designs also had to shift. As of the, when I wrote it, there are of the 16 gallery editions that graffiti has released. There are only four available from Lunar. So that's a bit of an odd situation. I'm hoping that will correct itself. And then Wayne Allen Herald announced that the P. Craig Russell Symbolist Fantasies and Other Things Fine Art Edition will be released around August 2021. So that was the Indiegogo book 
uh, sold last year. So I have that on order too. I'm anxiously expecting that. I think we're going to have a very light year for books. We've had the Jim Lee uh, X-Men, which was released this month, thankfully. We have the easy covers for July. Uh, Scott Dunbeer said uh, on a Zoom call that we had for Patreon patrons of this site, uh, which was on the weekend, that uh, we should see another book in October, but that would be about it. So if we get three from IDW this year, one from Steve Rude, which is the uh, book that he's doing himself, as opposed to Dark Horse doing it, and then we have the uh, Wayne Allen Herald book, so I think we know about five for 2021. I'm always hopeful for more. Uh, maybe Dynamite will finally release that Vampirella book. Maybe Graffiti will get a book out, solicited and released. I'm still hoping for that. They're, the book they were working on was uh, The Killing Joke and other material from Brian Boland, but we're going to have to wait and see what happens there. Uh, I really hope that comes out. And also, uh, while we're talking about things, I did want to apologize. This podcast is coming out on March 1st. And I try and get it out the last day of the month. But uh, yesterday was a just wonderfully peaceful Sunday at home. And I completely forgot about it. So doing it today. So thanks for sticking with me and taking that one day delay. All right. Let's talk about the poll from February 2021. And that was provided by our Patreon patron, David Jacoy. So always thankful for David and his work here. Here's what he wrote for this poll. Spider-Man, Spider-Man sells comics better than anyone can. And not simply because it's a cool character, but also due to having some crazy talents drawing the human arachnid. In the 80s and 90s, these superstars drew Peter Parker's adventures. Who among them should get the AE treatment? Okay. All right. Artists listed were Mark Bagley, Ron Friends, Eric Larson, Todd McFarlane, and John Romita Jr. I voted for John Romita Jr. Because I knew Todd McFarlane would be the runaway success... And when I looked at the samples I found on Heritage and posted them, I thought, you know, I think I'd prefer a John Romita Jr. All right, and in order of votes, Todd McFarlane won. Took it away. John Romita Jr. followed behind him. Number two place, Eric Larson was the third place. Ron Friends, oh, I'm sorry, Mark Bagley was fourth, and Ron Friends was fifth. Uh, yeah, of the material, I have to say I'd go for Romita Jr. or McFarlane. Not really interested in one from anybody else in this list. Yeah, uh, maybe Larson. Nah, I don't think so. That's the poll. Join us every month uh, for the poll, please. Uh, previously, I was posting on the 15th and realized, well, if I'm, if I'm posting it to this latter half of the month, I should be posting on the 16th. So I did that for this month's poll, and I will be going forward with that. It's going to be the 16th to the end of the month, active on the home page, stuck to the top, first post. And after that, I, I unst- you know, it's called sticky in WordPress. Then I take it off that first position. You can always come back and vote, though. I've figured out uh, the bug in the plug-in and uh, have the dates now, so you can always come back and vote. So please do that. There's previous polls you can check. The only thing you can't go back and vote on is the Scott Dunbeer Awards. I give it a whole month, and I like to have that as a final complete item. All right, <clears throat> moving on. Let's talk about Artist Edition out-of-print sales, January 2021. That's 2021. That's where I look at the sales on eBay. Um in the post, I have links to uh, the review, and then I have also links to Right to eBay. And I will mention that those are uh, links that get me a small amount of money. They are affiliate links, and uh, eBay links are actually my most profitable item on the website. It makes the most money, more than the Patreon patrons, more than the Amazon or 
things from another world. So thank you everybody for continuing to use my eBay links. All right, let's talk about what's sold. Two copies of Best of EC Comics Volume 1, uh, averaging 201.94. That's quite a bump. Three copies of Bill Sienkiewicz's Mutants and Moon Knights and Assassins for an average of 316.65. Another bump. Wow. Four copies of Dave Cockrum's X-Men, averaging 118.37, so that's below cover. Interesting. One of the newer books on this list. Two copies of Dave Stevens' The Rock to Artist Edition first print, averaging 199.99. Well, good money. One copy of David Mazzucchelli's Jericho Born Again for $250. Now that's come down the volume or the number have sold. The price is staying pretty high up there. There is that artisan edition of that book, which I did review on the site. One copy of Elquest Gallery Edition, $125. One copy of Frank Cho's Savage Wolverine for $150. Two copies of Frank Miller's Daredevil Artifact Edition, averaging $199.99, above cover again. That was a $125 cover price book, but it is, you know, out of print. Two copies of Frank Miller's Sin City, the Hard Goodbye Curator's Collection, averaging $163.19. Three copies of Gene Colan's Tomb of Dracula, $228.57 average. Three copies of Gil Kane's Amazing Spider-Man Artist Edition, averaging $124. One copy of Jack Davis's EC Stories for $186.56. Two copies of Jack Kirby's Fantastic Four Artist Edition, averaging $114.22. Two copies of Jack Kirby's Fantastic Four, the World's Greatest Artist Edition, that's the twice-up 15 by 22 volume. It averages 150. Four copies of Jack Kirby's Marvel Heroes and Monsters for 131.25 average. Four copies of Jack Kirby's The Mighty Thor Artist Edition. That's another twice up one for 113.99. Lots of Kirby movement here. That was a good deal, well below price. One copy of Jim Lee DC Legends Artifact for 115. Two copies of Joe Kubert's Tarzan of the Apes, averaging 79.99. Bargain. Those are books are so great. One copy of John Buscema's Silver Surfer Artist Edition for $149.95. Two copies of John Byrne's X-Men Artifact Edition, averaging $285. That's, wow, that's quite a bump. One copy of John Romita's Amazing Spider-Man Artist Edition, Volume 2, for $85. One copy of Marvel Covers Artist Edition for $113.50. Two copies of Michael Golden's Micronauts Artist Edition, averaging $351.25. I mean, that is the newest book on this list, and that is a crazy price that is insane i double checked it i thought i was are we talking about the limited edition no no somebody paid a crazy amount for a regular edition and that bumped up my average three copies of ross andrews the amazing spider-man artist edition averaging 161.65 one copy of sergio aragona's grew the wanderer for 165 one copy of spawn vault edition 430.90 man that book is bumped back up into the stratosphere there two copies of the prisoner original edition for 93.47 average so there's above cover finally one copy of Usagi Ujimbo, The Artist and Other Stories Gallery Edition, sold for three sixty eight. Now, we've talked about this before repeatedly, that this book seems to be the hardest to get uh, AE format book. It does not come up much on eBay or anywhere else. And this three sixty eight for a copy, that's somebody who's clearly been waiting for it and wanted it. That's a great price. But the winner for highest price I've seen on this list now goes to Wallywood's EC Stories Artist Edition. One copy. Standard first print sold for $675. Yowzers. Last book on the list, Will Eisner's The Spirit Artist Edition. One copy sold for $175. So lots of bumps here, well above cover. A few bargains to be had. Uh, those uh, Jack Kirby uh, books uh, were a couple were below cover. So that is just astounding to see prices go up like that. That is crazy. We'll see if that continues. And as I mentioned, um, uh, Patreon, you can support the website 
three ways. You can become a Patreon patron, so that's um, sponsoring me for a dollar or more a month, whatever you feel comfortable with, starts at a dollar. And that uh, gets you access to some things. It's really a support to say thank you for what you're doing on the site. But I was able to work with Scott Dunbeer, and we presented a Zoom call on the weekend that was exclusive to Patreon patrons, and we had a good crowd turnout. And you're able to, they were able to chat with Scott, ask their questions. Uh, a lot of interesting things came up. Uh, so you can read about it on the Tapatalk Marble Masterworks forum, which I linked to on the site. Uh, the big news, I guess, was the next book coming out which is uh, John Buscema's uh, Marvel Heroes Artist Edition. There'll be three complete stories and then just a ton of pages and covers from John Buscema's early work at Marvel. I think Scott said this is 60s and 70s work. So, you know, no Conan, no later stuff like that. But, I mean, I'm really excited. Uh, John Buscema's uh, Avengers work is right in my nostalgia wheelhouse. Uh, I was born after those books were published, but when I got into collecting, one of the first things I bought, I started with Invaders, I think I mentioned this before, and then I went to Marvel Triple Action, which is a reprint book of uh, early Marvel's uh, Avengers stuff, and it was just, the, so that's that pulls my nostalgia strings, so I'm looking forward to that book. And then there's some other things he announced, so we're going to have to really see. He's got the four books lined up for 2021, I'm sorry, 2022, I think I've talked about before. Uh, that earlier schedule of, you know, 12 books a year is long gone. If you looked at the last few years, you know that. But Scott is working on a schedule of four books a year. It's not going to happen this year in 2021, I think, because of the delays from COVID last year. Didn't happen last year either. So we're hoping maybe to get out of this COVID delays and turn things around. All right, one book released this month. Thankfully, so excited to see a book released, and that is Jim Lee's X-Men Artist Edition. Here's the blurb. Jim Lee has been drawing comics for more than 30 years and is one of the most popular comic book artists of all time. The impact his dynamic artwork has had on the comics industry to his legions of fans and the artists who have been inspired by and emulated him is truly immeasurable. And in a career filled with highlights, his work on X-Men is arguably his most popular and enduring. This very special artist edition features Lee's stellar work on X-Men, including the complete oversized X-Men main story, still the best-selling comic book ever published in the modern era. Additionally, there will be covers, splash pages, pinups, and interior pages by Lee doing what he does best, creating great comics. Each page has been meticulously scanned from Lee's original artwork for his book, affording the reader insight into his creative process never before available outside of original art collectors. Produced in the one and only, except no imitations, multi-Eisner award-winning artist edition format. For any fan of Jim Lee, this book will become a cherished centerpiece of your collection. Special bonus, there is a gorgeous double folded in this book, that features all four connecting covers from X-Men number one. Now that is 160 pages. It's 12 by 17. It was released February 24th, 150 US. Now the interesting thing about this book is that it is the first one being released through Pen Penguin Random House. So that means IDW has uh, is allowing finally their special project books to be sold through book retailers. So if you order this book, say from Amazon or um, some British publishers i can't books etc has an amazing deal on it i can't really remember some of the other ones some speedy hand uh, if you order from indigo there's a good chance you got this book before the 24th so you actually got it before local comic shops i was at my comic shop on february 24th picked up my book read it for two days uh, and then did my review on the friday so uh, please go online and check out the review i have 24 Four images, and now I also have my video walkthrough that I started with the Michael Golden uh, Micronauts book. That's uh, I do a flip through, I get it onto the camera, and then I turn page after page. This one took six minutes, 
and you get to see the entire book. Uh, but if you'd like to read what I have to say about it, please go to the review and give it a read. I don't write a whole lot. Uh, my blurb always says the same thing. Uh, as with all AE format material, this is a collection of classic comic material, and I'll be reviewing the book and not the story. Right, So that's what I did. Amazing book. Uh, the scan quality, really excellent. And it's interesting, this book is, or like I said in the review, this is really a, this is a marriage of artist edition and artifact edition because, yes, there's one full story, but then everything else is just random pages. So as an example, there's three pages from X-Men 248, one from 256, one from 258, six from 267, eight from 268, six from 269, two from 270, Four from 271, four from 272, eight from 274, three from 275, three from 276, four from 277. And then you got X Men 1, and then we got six from X Men 2, then we got four from X Men 3, two from X Men 4, two from X Men 5, three from X Men 6, four from X Men 7. 5 from X Men 8, 5 from X Men 9, 2 from X Men 10. So that's that's the the body of the work there and then we get that amazing fold out right which is a there's a triptych of wall posters on the back but on the on the one side and the other side is of course the four covers for x-men one amazing stuff to see those all together like that and then there's a gallery edition because um scott always likes to separate it into uh the proper and then the gallery and you know i don't seem to be able to find my gallery edition image in my review so i'm gonna have to go back to my images and see why that is not there but we have a lot of covers and then so it's a wonderful material really please go and read the review uh on that on that zoom call scott i asked him is this going to be your best-selling uh ae format book ever because of the uh the best one was the david mascelli's uh, dead reborn again but this one i said is this going to be your best-selling ever and he said yes so i think with the bookstore sales this one just surpasses everything so that's amazing so that is wonderful to hear, really. So kudos to IDW and Scott Dunbeer on this book. You also get a nice introduction from Scott Williams, who's credited on the cover. That's always nice to see you. Uh, we've seen that before uh, with um, Tom Palmer credited on the Star Wars book with Walt Simonson. And now we got this. So really great. Um, yeah, check it out. Check out the review. Uh, I'm assuming most people listening to this has probably either ordered the book or are going to order the book. So if you're an X-Men fan, it's well worth having. Uh, my treat, of course, uh, X-Men 268, I remember when that came out. Loved it. Loved Jim Lee. Loved the ninjas. I was actually hoping uh, Jim Lee did a, a print set with um, the Punisher and Wolverine called Bad Night for Ninjas. It was first, I think it was called First Publishing, not the first comics that from the 80s. Uh, I have the set at home in a, in a drawer. Uh, it's some really nice uh, print, two, two print set. Now they, they, the way they present it, they don't really present as a, as a diptych there, you know. But uh, nice set anyways. All right, that's that. What else is happening? I should mention that there were no questions this month. I love questions. I love when people write into me and say, hey, what's going on? What's new? Uh, can you tell me about this? Can you tell me about that? And... Uh, I will answer anybody's question. Just email me, scott at aindex.org. Glad to answer your questions. Unfortunately, we didn't get any questions. So, 
Uh, the review schedule for next month, we'll see what happens. Um, I'm thinking I've got a surprise actual book, uh, something that's, you know, my, uh, my AE uh, nemesis, uh, Wikipedia, who always charts higher than me on uh, searches, even though I've got more material than them. I've got an entire website dedicated to artist editions, but they're always charting better than me. Normally it's, you know, IDW Publishing, Wikipedia, and then me. I can't seem to break that pattern. Anyway, they mentioned a book, Binky Brown, which was a, a book that uh, printed original art in 2009. So I, I got a copy of that online over Christmas. I had a gift card. I thought, I'm, I never wanted to order it. It's underground material, and it doesn't really interest me. So I, I did order it. It was uh, $29.95. It was a good deal. So I picked it up, and I will review it uh, on the website next month. Um, I'm a bit light on the material for the show this month. It's, you know, it's getting, you know, no solicitations, no sales numbers, very few releases, uh, not much news. It's, it's a lean time for artist edition fans. Uh, if you're, if you like the format and you like to, the car, the, um, like to engage in the conversation, you can go to the, Mar- the Marvel Masterworks Tapa Talk forum. We're over a thousand pages and I know that can be daunting, but if you jump into the latest page and then maybe read 10 pages back, you'll catch up on the conversation. They have a nice search function. You can search for things. The conversation started, you know, right after our edition started. I've been on there for quite a while, and it's a great resource. So I encourage you to take advantage of that. I really think that's it for me this month. Uh, please support me if you can. Click on the links on the website when you do some ordering. Lots of great material on eBay during this COVID lockdown time. You can get your, you know, get your read on and order those books. Well worth it. Thanks, and we will talk again next month. Let her go, let her go, God bless her. Wherever she may be, she can search this wide world over. She'll never find a sweet man like me.